Did you see their genitals? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Podcast Juice. My name is Michael Dean, and this is Work It Like a Job. Joining me today is Mr. Big Sexy and Saxer. How are you? I'm doing well. My brain is fried. I've been deconstructing the NFL substance abuse policy, and there's some things in there that uh, they've changed a little bit. Oh, wow. That sounds like some heavy stuff, man. Got to be on top of things, man. Dig it. I dig it. Also joining us today is Mr. Q Storm. Sir, how are you? Are they going to put a limit in the NFL where number of kids you can have? I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm just asking. Uh, they call no, it the Cromartie rule. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> no, no I'm fine. No I'm okay. I, I'm exhausted. I put like 1,500 miles in my car this month. Damn. Damn. And that was a slow sales month. <laughs> <laughs> well, you out there grinding, out there getting it in. Goddamn. Well, shit, man. Uh, welcome, everybody. Hope everybody's doing good. It's another week, uh, almost with the end of Ju- July, <laughs> halfway through the year, I suppose. Um, where do we begin? What do I want to get into? Oh, so before we started to record the show, we were doing our off-air chatter, and... Uh, Big Sexy, you were about to say something blasphemy, so I just wanted to oh, yes, let I you was. say that over the air. Go ahead, sir. I'll, I'll say it over the air? Shit. <clears throat> uh, yesterday, TBS ran the first three Star no, yeah, first three Star Wars movies. Right yeah. exactly. exactly. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. The fourth, fifth, and sixth Star Wars movies. No, I was talking about TBS. <laughs> and I was talking about the Star Trek uh, flip, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I took an opportunity to watch the last 45 minutes or so of A New Hope. Now, I'm going to say it again. I didn't like it. How about that? Okay. Well, what did you not like about it? Had you not seen well, the movie before? I don't know. I, had, I saw it for the first time, actually, in 1998. Huh? Wow. What? what the hell? Were you in jail? <laughs> <laughs> Let me let me channel my cue storm. Why a black man got to be in jail? Man? <clears throat> no, I wouldn't. Jail. Just it just never never spoke to me. So I sat down one night. I'm like, let me watch this damn thing. I it insults my intelligence. I didn't care for it. You know the ending the ending sequence. Like, come on now, let's go ahead and dissect this. The bad guys have this planet sized Death Star. Okay, fine. Right. Uh-huh. And they got to go through this little, like, cavern or crevice, whatever you want to call it, to Canyon. get to the opening to shoot it and blow yes. it up. Okay, right. fine. So if he's coming towards the opening, how can his ammunition decidedly, once you shoot it, all of a sudden drop down into the hole? That's bullshit. Moving on. That's what caught you up, Mark. But no, 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 we're just going to start. Well, I, you know, I would say it's because it's science fiction fantasy. However, now see, okay, fine. Now, had they done it instead of saying, you know, we're not going to do that. We're going to be in a geosynchronous orbit above oh, that Lord. opening and shot down You sound into worse it? than I do. You guys can split this, by the way. That's the middle finger. <laughs> And done that, I would be okay with it. That would make sense. Well, you, now, 
being geosync with the planes, the, the jets are in geosynchronous orbit with the Death Star. Is that what you're saying? What jets? These are these are not jets. These are I said X-wings. Yes, the X-wings. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah. Why? Why? What does that do for you? It gives you a direct stationary target of what you're trying to get. Oh my God! You lock an orbit over that, fire down, boom, problem solved. Now. During that whole you're, you're the same guy that like Star Trek where people teleport from thin air, right? <laughs> Actually, it's That's not from it. thin air. It is matter transportion, oh, site to site. Transfer, transportation, excuse me. Well, he's right, but he completely missed my point. <laughs> now, now, this is geeked out. <laughs> During that sequence near the end, Luke was in the orange jumpsuit, thus he was in the, the fleet, correct? Yeah. Okay. At the end, and I really hate the ending part, they go to this big thing, and he's not in the orange jumpsuit. But all the other guys are in the jumpsuits, but he's not. Him and Chewbacca and Land or Han Solo stand up there and pose while they get their little medallion trinkets. Right. Then they turn around and look at us. We're special. God, I hated that scene. Wow. I really hate wow. it. It was so I, self-serving, I, I, you know, funny. and I hated it. It's funny the things that there's no consistency to your hate. Why? What is there to hate about that scene? It's just too corny, man. I have a low tolerance. They're getting for awards. Corn. What's the, it's? It, it, they're getting awards for saving the planet. What, how would you play it out? Well, again, explain to me why Luke isn't in the fleet outfit then. Who gives a shit? I do. <laughs> if he's in the fleet, then he's in the fleet. But he wasn't going to They what? needed all hands on deck. That's why I was asking Han, Han, we need your help. Fuck y'all. All right, then. Han, Han, well, I mean, Han wouldn't have put on a suit it, either. It, it'd be like the question, like, well, why is Hawkeye or Black Widow not dressed as shield agents? Like, they're, they're heroes, man. That's, they're supposed to have, they have They costumes. are not shield agents. Oh, okay, you get what I'm saying. They're, they're, yeah, they're, right. <laughs> hey, to the audience, if I ever was like that, I apologize. And I know what, I'm actually correct. It, so yeah, I, I, if if it's that level of minutia, I apologize sincerely. Man, you, you just took the whole fun out. I, I I understand what you're saying, big sexy. But I mean, I guess the point to me is like. You know, it's Star Wars. It's supposed to be uh, somewhat campy, somewhat it's fun, corny. It's an adventure. You know, it's not that was the whole point of that particular movie that it was a play on the serial. Hey, you know, it's supposed to be corny like that. That's the whole point of it. You know, I agree with that. I mean, and that's why it's not speaking to me. I'm just not with that. Let me ask you a question. Did you like the first Avengers movie? You know, I really thought it was just, eh. Wow. It didn't get good until Secret War, Civil <laughs> War, and um, Winter Soldier. That's when it got good. First Avengers movie, eh. It was like the first Captain America movie. It was all exposition about shit I already know. So I'm like, eh, whatever. All right. Man, I, don't, you don't, by yeah, Big I don't know how you how do you enjoy I don't know how you enjoy films, man. Some things you gotta have a suspension of disbelief for. I mean I like pro like, wrestling. <laughs> so I've got a clear sense of disbelief. Whoa. All right, that's not a problem. 
But again, now does any of the logic apply to that? Like to pro, pro wrestling? When it's when it's written properly, it's easy to suspend belief. But some of the crap they've been doing the last do- dozen years, oh man, I don't see I don't even watch it anymore. The new stuff, it's it's that bad. Hmm. And again, you know, going back to Star Wars, I understand it's you know campy. When I when I hear campy, I think Batman. By the way, but it's campy, and it's also not aimed at me. Okay, which, which I get. I that's cool. Everything is not for everybody. Star Wars is not for me. I wouldn't say Star Wars is campy though. I wouldn't call it campy either. Because campy's funny. Batman was hilarious. There are elements <laughs> in Star Wars that are when I it's, I'm not saying bad campy, but you know what I mean. Like they inject humor and the little funny little things like that. But I don't know, man. I I hear what you're saying. I, you know, I've already gushed enough over, especially a, a new hope. I mean, it's just like. And let me ask you a question. Did you have you ever watched uh, Empire Strikes Back? Yes. What yes. do you think about that? That's the second one, correct? Yes. Damn. <laughs> Shut up. Just the way you said. I was like, I already need, know what I need to know. But go ahead. The second one was better because that was where you had, you know, the cliffhanger cliffhanger ending mm. with Solo and a Carbonite and Luke with the black suit on. Yeah. You know, he going to the, the dark side. Like, he didn't have the black suit three? on in that movie. Yes. Well, three had the Ewoks, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. That was garbage. That was now, see, the Ewoks bullshit. to me are campy. That's campy. Ewoks to me are bullshit. Damn. <laughs> but, but I mean, you know what's Ewoks. interesting is that for me, for a very long time, Re- Revenge or Return of the Jedi was my favorite. Until, wow. Yeah, I mean, like in the early parts of my life. That was my favorite one. It wasn't okay. until way later, probably, probably I would say almost into my mid-20s, maybe 30s, that I was like, you know what? Empire Strikes Back is the illest one, and some of this Jedi is extremely corny, but the Luke stuff in Jedi, to me, is completely the best, in my opinion. Like I can sit there and watch when Luke comes to the throne room and confronts his dad and emperor, I can watch that all day. I, that still almost gets me to cry watching that part, man. I mean, that shit is, that shit is Greek tragedy right there. That's Sophocles yeah. right there. Yeah. Wanting to shit. kill your father and sleep with your mother. That type of shit. Ooh. It's mm. on that level. Oh. Sleeping with your mother? Is that what's hey. going on in Shakespeare's day? I'm saying, uh, I didn't say Shakespeare, I said mm-hmm. Sophocles. I don't uh, even know what that is. I was just going, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm trying to play. Like I knew what I was talking about. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a very common psychological trope okay, that uh, that Freud do, developed throughout history as a. Well, I'm not going to get into it, but just trust me. I'm just saying, you can look at it as campy on the on the surface, but if you dig deep into it, the, the, what the themes of the Skywalker family are rooted in Shakespeare, rooted in uh, Escalian tragedy, Greek tragedy. It's all classic literature. I agree. Just point, point it up in science fiction fantasy. I now, agree. I will admit, when I first saw him, Pride Strikes Back, I hated it. The first time mm. I saw it, I was sitting there like, man, it's going to be a long movie because they still got to rescue Han Solo. What? Right, Credits? Right, right. You better get on. What? <laughs> I got to wait three years? Right. What the fuck? But I think I saw it maybe the third time I saw it, I heard I listened at the I listened to the soundtrack. 
And that soundtrack is one of the best, my favorite oh, soundtrack of all time. Absolutely dope. And that yeah. movie, that movie, it, uh, it encapsulates summer movie to me. You, you bring up a great point about the reaction, though, to the movie. That's probably why I didn't really care for that movie for a very long time. Not that it wasn't a good movie, just for the reasons you just said. They, they don't win at the end, and there's no resolution. And, and I'm, I remember, like, thinking to myself, this is incomplete. Like, why would you... Because they never seen nothing like that either, right? There, there was no cliffhangers in movies. I don't the, think. I think you're right. And there was I no think, internet, yeah. obviously. So you're just like, "What the fuck is this?" And if you didn't see it in the movie theaters, you was ass out. You yeah. had to wait. And that, you know, and when you, I, I think I heard about what was going on in the movie before I saw it, and I couldn't believe, like, nah, it's not. That's not what's gonna. Why? You know what I mean? Like, there's no way in hell they would. It's gonna be a real movie, like a complete movie. I just think. In hindsight, in, in, in context, and years later, you can sit back and say, now, yeah, that movie is phenomenal. Like, it's great, super great. But I can see, I can remember thinking about it, yeah, in, this, in the real time of it, that was some bullshit. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I, go ahead, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, no, I'm just saying, because you're like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, th- in that movie... From the first frame, you see these black spider-like creatures come down to this white plateau, all just snow, just the palette. Right. White snow, tauntauns. What the fuck? Uh, uh, Wampus. Luke using Wampus. the force with the lightsaber, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then you tra- Then you go from there to the cold steel of the Star Destroyer. Darth Vader is wrecking shop. He is as clumsy as he is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Killing motherfuckers <laughs> from a TV set. <laughs> then you go to the beauty of Bespin, the Cloud City, the, the orange and red palette in the sky. Oh, that movie's a dream, man. I mean, and then you, you left out the middle part, like because when you first see Luke in this, I got in I think we're gonna start to talk about this, but you first see Luke, he was the hero, he was getting medals and shit. He's the hero. You were like, Yeah, we're gonna see some swashbuckling shit. And he's hanging upside down. <laughs> and you're like, what the hell is going on? You know? And then you see him like reaching for the saber and then it starts to move and you and just that little scene, that little second enough tells you, Oh, he been training. Like, yeah. Oh shit. You know, he's is he going to be like Obi-Wan or something? And then just like you, you see the snow battle and they don't necessarily win. And then he goes to see Yoda and that whole part, it, you know, looking at it initially, just like, what is this? What is Can going you, on? Why is he on this mud planet? Is not he's not in the action. And until, you right. know, until later, then we see just and then it starts like, oh, the stakes are high with this. And then. You know, they just hit you over the head with the "I'm your father" and cutting the hands off. Oh, that, yeah, that's a that yeah. makes it that makes that movie. I am your father. Yeah, he doesn't. That's not really what he says, is it? I know that's the myth of everyone. Is that the quote? Luke. I am your yeah, father. I yeah, I am your father. <coughs> For sure. I mean, can you imagine? Does it blow your head open to think that there was a time you were sitting in the theater and you had no idea what Yoda looked like? Right. Didn't even know that the blows name. my head open. Yeah, because uh-huh. he's he he's such a popular. Well, he, uh, Grogu is taking over now, but but it's still Yoda. Yoda. It's it's still Yoda. You know, but when I first saw it, I was like, when are we gonna get to Yoda? And in this short motherfucker, like mm-hmm. I'm Yoda. 
And I was like, that is kind of dope, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and for I wanted for the longest time I wanted to see him with a lightsaber, and I finally got it in them crappy, <laughs> those crappy prequels. <laughs> but and, and yeah, just Yoda himself. Yeah, you're right. Like, what the hell is this? Like, and he's and he's the wizard, like the super smart old teacher. It's just like wow, you know, it almost he's the sensei, you know, uh character. Yeah, I mean that that movie. Like I say, you're looking at it now. That that movie is freaking brilliant. It's brilliant by what's going on on the screen, but it's also brilliant if you just think back. Like when this movie came out, this had to be hella risky. <laughs> like you're gonna have a to follow up to one of the biggest movies, and it's gonna have a cliffhanger. And this is before the franchise talks. You know, now you you assume that would happen, but back then, like, what if it don't work? Then what's gonna happen? So I mean, I have to salute Lucas, man. That's a ballsy ass because he didn't make Star Wars two. Like it's not the you know the when I say camp, it's not the super fun. And, you know what I mean? It's not the rock and rolling adventure, and you're just having a good time. He comes back with the dark. Uh, I gotta disagree with you, man. <laughs> you don't think the Empire is dark and you know? No, no, I, it is dark. It's the darkest of the three, which is why I think it's the best. But it's still an adventure. It's still a rock and roll adventure. Well, yeah, but it's not in the theme of the first. You know, the, the, the first one is told and it's almost a tongue in cheeky. You know, the the archetypes of the characters are just your standard fantasy trope characters. The young boy, you know, has to save the, the princess from the, you know, from the castle. You know, it plays on just those classic tropes that little children can identify with too right but this second one doesn't play on those tropes at all it's like a totally no i agree with different movie. Right. i'm just saying well, how risky that is like he could have came back with one that was just as cheeky fun you know and they get medals at the end i mean you know what I mean? That, that is corny right <laughs> but he didn't do that at all like they lose yeah I just, it's a risky movie man. and there, there are two classic lines that are still well maybe not so much today but two classic lines that dominated pop culture for decades, and that's I am your father and I love you. I know. Right, right. That's right. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> and we got to see a black person in space. Yeah. And start that was the first like letter writing campaign that made a change, isn't it? Where people were saying, How come there's no black people? And uh, he put okay. in Billy Billy D. Williams. And Billy D, boy, was he carrying that representation on his shoulders with just that one appearance. Like it was okay. It was like, okay. Yeah. We had the sister from star Trek salute to her, but it was like, okay, Billy D he's on star sister Wars. From star Trek. Who's that? What? Wow. Wait a minute. What? Oh. The, sister, the sister from star Trek. Oh, oh, I thought you meant wow. in this movie. I thought you meant in this movie. Oh. Okay. Key. You saved yourself. I guess. I no, he didn't say There was someone shit. from Star Trek who was starring in this movie. <sighs> no, I didn't mean that. Sorry. <laughs> I know who this. Shut up, man. Go ahead. <laughs> wow. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, it's just a <laughs> fascinating movie. And I was also was asked this question. What, I don't know what it would be, but what would be the equivalent of a movie today to pull uh, Empire Strikes Back? Like what? I don't what think we've seen it. We talked about a movie Shit, like that. Endgame. 
No, no. They, lose, they lose at no, the no, end no, no, of no. Empire Strikes Back. You know, you know there's yeah. going to be something coming. You you know, well, there was never blindsided. Were we ever blindsided by an Avengers movie? When you say blindsided, what do you mean? Was there ever an I am your father type moment that just shocked everybody? Whoa! I think they tried to... Okay, the one thing I can think about... Remember The Matrix 2? No. That was kind of a film. I remember the end of that. That film, um, Uh, at the very end... I remember Neo wasn't the victor. Or he wasn't the he he didn't win, and they were connecting two people together, and it was going to spell doom for the yeah. for the world or something. They I remember were overthinking that. Overthinking it, but yeah, I can see what you're saying. And then the the what was it? The architect that was kind of like the guy who was saying, "I'm going to reveal everything to you. It's going to blow your mind open." But he sat there talking for five minutes. Yeah, they overthought it. <laughs> Uh, but we talked about a film where we said it was kind of like Empire well, Strikes Back, where the good guys lost in the end. I, I guess I would say Infin- Infinity War. Infinity War. Infinity War. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think that was it. The, yeah. yeah, the whole That's snapping it. of the finger. Yeah, 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 yeah. I give. And the way they did it with no sound, people just. Yeah, Oof. that's true. That that was a headbuster. I would give you another one. It's uh, arguably Star Trek Two, where Spock dies. Now, the difference there is that hmm. Leonard Nimoy really did not want to come back to Star Trek. When, we saw the, when he saw the results of the box office, <laughs> he said, not only did he say, I want to come back, but let me direct the bitch, too. Hell, hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he sounded like a brother. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway. I can say, yeah, okay. yeah, I can give you that. Give you that. Yeah, but, yeah, I'm trying to think of any other... Well, see, now, as much as I think A New Hope was garbage, I am completely the other way. You actually think it's garbage? Let me rephrase. It doesn't speak to me. Believe it at that. Okay. I am completely the other end with, um, oh, God, the one on Disney Plus, Mandalorian. I love that. That's great. Yeah, we was, we was gonna be fighting if you say it like that. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, because I like it because I don't. I'm not bogged down by all the history. You know, I, I know who is who pretty much, and they're introducing new people. I love it, and it's but not you know, corny. <clears throat> With Mandalorian, you have two things <clears throat> that that John Favreau did that the fans loved. They gave us a version of Boba Fett where he wasn't punked out falling into the Sarlacc pit. They redeemed that character. And damn if they didn't redeem uh, Luke Skywalker at the end of season two. Well, that was a headbuster moment. I they corrected a lot of wrongs in, in, in Mandalorian. Yeah, I'm leave it alone. <laughs> I just... What I, you mean? It's, well, I, don't, I was going to say, I don't know... If Luke needs to be redeemed, but I, I think I know what you mean, though. No, no, I mean redeemed how they treated him in uh, what was the last Jedi? Right, I got you. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, man. So movies. Speaking of movies, real quick, I know we did a review of this last week, but I'm, I didn't hear Q's opinion on the show. So real quick, Q, uh, what did you think of the Black <coughs> Widow movie? I, put, I did a review on uh, realqstorm.com, R-E-E-L. 
shameless plug. But um, I think I gave it three out of five wheels. Um, it was overall entertaining. I didn't remember much of it when I left, but the couple of things I do remember is Florence Pugh, uh, who played her alleged sister. She is fantastic. Uh, she was in a movie called Fighting with My Family, which I highly recommend. Uh, the you Rock watched that? I did, because I'm a Steve Merchant fan. That surprises me. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Rock has a cameo in it. Um, I like the action scenes for the most part. Um, I and, and you know what? I know, I know that I am in the minority when I say this. I loved the Taskmaster. <sighs> now I know they did that. Cat, can we spoil? Did you guys spoil? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, we're good. Sorry, up. I know that they did that character wrong, and I said on my review, I typically am a purist, mm-hmm. but just like they changed. Uh, for the movies who created uh, uh, that Tony Stark created Ultron because I don't expect him to go into back all that back history. I understand why they did what they did with the Taskmaster as a callback to something that happens earlier in the film. And to me, I didn't need Taskmaster to be the same character in the book. Uh, and first of all, I'm not. I wasn't that familiar. I remember seeing him when he first debuted. I have that issue somewhere in my basement where he's on the cover of the Avengers. He was just a, he was a badass fucking Terminator. And that was good enough for me. I would have liked to have seen more of that character, but I love that villain. I hope he comes back or she comes back. The things I didn't like about it was Scarlett Johansson just can't get a break. She finally gets a movie and she's a secondary character in her own movie. <laughs> and um, I just thought I liked um, what was his name? The Red Guardian at the beginning before before he was suited up. He seemed like a straightforward super spy kind of guy, like he, with a secret past with the family. Then when we see him again and uh, in the current day, he's a fat because they got because Thor did so good with the fat suit on. Oh, let's make <sighs> this guy be fat too. Let's get some fat jokes. I, he was just comic relief, and I didn't like that at all. I, I hated Lebowski Thor. Hated. <laughs> I I just thought uh, that character he wasn't interesting. He was comic relief. But I love the theme of family. I love the idea of what they did with the, the all the Black Widows. It was a Black Widow program. I love that. Um, and I think the theme of family was very strong. Um, so overall, I thought it was a, I thought it was a movie worth seeing. Not the best from Marvel, but not the worst. Where would you put it in the, you know, Hall of Marvel cinematic movies? <clears throat> wow, that's a hard. I know. <laughs> I, okay, I've got my I've got my top four Marvel films. I think there's only really been four really good Marvel films. I would put it at the fifth level. I would put it right underneath those four. So it's that good then. Well, yeah, I mean, it's the, the, to me the Marvel about bad, 18, 20 some odd movies. I would put it. Up, I would put it maybe five or six. Yeah, but I, I also I also like the fact that. We did what? finally get, other than, this is the first time, other than Wonder Woman, possibly, where we see a decent movie that has a, 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 an action, kick-ass female lead. I was hoping to get one in Atomic Blonde. That movie was horrible. I was hoping to get one in that movie with Taraji P. Henson. I can't remember the name of it. That was horrible. Um, I can't, I, I go back all the way to Tomb Raider with Laura Croft. Uh, what's her name? Angelina Jolie. 
not the best films. This was the first film. I like I put it this way. I liked it better than either of the Wonder Woman movies. Interesting. Okay. And it was a good it was a good movie in terms of seeing a woman finally get to strut her stuff, if you will, on screen in an action picture. Yeah, you know, well, I was going to say, man, so just in terms of you putting it at five or six, that means it's sitting right underneath, I would assume, Infinity War, Endgame, Black Panther, Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier, and then that's not even saying Civil War, um, Guardians of the Galaxy. And so I don't yeah, know maybe. Okay, wait, <laughs> I'm trying to remember the movies I like. Guardians of the Galaxy, Ant-Man, all the Ant-Man. Russo films. All Yeah, I said it. The first Ant-Man, not the second one. All let's see, Russo's did how many? Three. They did Four. Civil War. Civil War. They did two Captain America. Winter movies. Soldier, Civil War, and then two Avengers. Two Avengers. Yeah, that's four movies. They did what? 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 Yeah, right, 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 right. And then there's another film. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. What's that? Seven. I like well, that. Would be five. I, I don't know what your other ones were. Oh, you say like Ant Man and all that? Yeah, seven. six or seven. So let's say it's eight or nine. Okay. okay. If you put the first half of Avengers, the first Avengers, and the first half of the first Thor into a movie somehow, I would like that movie too. (laughs) Are you saying you don't like the first Avengers movie? We've been on this road. I forgot. I I love that movie until they got to the part where they are trying to keep the helicopter from falling down. The helicopter? I was like, what? The hell? What is it? Helicarrier. Oh, Oh, okay. Wow! I'm like, why do I have all of these iconic characters trying to stop a hell of a, wow. an airplane from crashing? <laughs> Come on. Okay. Okay. Um, we'll keep it moving. What were we talking? So we were, t- yeah, we we're talking about oh, female-led movies. I was going to say, I actually still don't think they've cracked that the way it's it it should be yet in terms of right, what, Black the, Widow. No, no, no. Just the uh, a female-led like action <coughs> or superhero movie. I think that the ones that we've had so far, even Black Widow, I thought was good, but she comes across as not, like you said, not the lead of it. Yeah. And I think they still need to have that one character who is not coming from another franchise, but is really, no, this is my franchise and I'm the shit. And if I go over to your movie, it's going to be the shit. They they still, there's somebody that's going to be, I don't know what character that's going to be. But once they get that, I think Marvel's going to have a whole nother run, you know, where it's like, oh, we we can go a whole different direction. And it's a whole different type of energy. Um, But Captain Marvel did not do it. Nope. Um, And even Wonder Woman, just to jump over to that, it has the potential to be that. I think it was primed after that first movie that it could have been that. But then that second movie, it's not good, man. And just it kind of ruined it. Um, but I thought she was primed to be like, oh, this is going to be the shit. She's a shit. Her, her character is dope, strong, and they dropped the bomb. And I don't know if they get another chance to do it right. What is a good female character? I haven't read comics in a long time. What is a good female Marvel? I would say Storm could be probably super yeah, dope. Damn, Mike. Right? You hit it right up the park right there. Storm. But she's kind of tied with the X-Men. I mean, but no. I, but they can play I, however they want to. She could Introducer is our own thing. If they did a storm, they got to get somebody better to play her. Better, better than Alexandra Ship. Well, who's I this lady they got her. right now that they're talking about that may be her in this Black Panther? She's from the HBO know. show. They just announced she's in Black Panther. Oh, too. 
Oh, what show? Uh, I've I've never seen it. Uh, I want to see she's African. Uh, I can't think of it right now. They just announced that she's going to be in uh, Black Panther 2. Oh, Ant's here. Maybe he can tell us. And I'm going to try to look this up as a talking. I should have had it ready. Um, but I could see her playing Storm. Just because. Has there I, been any press on her? Like, was there an announcement, a big announcement? It was just or? an announcement yesterday that she's. Oh, here it is. Oh. Uh, what's her name? Uh, or is this her? McKinley Cole. McKinley Cole. Yeah, there you go. Hey, Ant. McKinley? McKinley. What's she in, anyway? She's got a show on HBO, right? Yeah, she did. Um, she did a really great British comedy show called Chewing Gum. She was in that really. Oh, great that episode. girl! Apparently, she, she was, was in the Last Jedi. I don't just don't remember. Yeah, she was one of the people manning the uh, the switchboard, so to speak. <laughs> oh, you know that you say that now. I, I remember seeing her features of her face distinctively. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she was in that really great episode of Black Mirror with a really dope line. Well, I mean, the most hilarious line, where she's like, "I can't take a shit." I can't even have the enjoyment of pushing out a shit. You have to watch was the she, episode. Was she in the Black Mirror Star Trek episode? Yeah, that one. You have to watch the episode oh. to know why she was talking about that. Okay. And okay. then she had the really a great but emotional series called I May Destroy You, which, uh, yeah, that's very uncomfortable. That's the HBO but, one, I think. Yeah, that's the HBO yeah. one. I haven't seen what, what did you guys think if she played Storm? How tall is she? Oh, I have no idea. Here he go. I, no <laughs> I don't know about the, the, the rotation. Let's <laughs> get that out the way now. Look, first of all, Storm is six feet tall. Shirts, she's five five. Uh, another midget. She's too short, right? Well, you know, that's why they make yeah. heels. Isn't Robert Downey Jr. wearing like? I'm, I'm just trying to predict what Big Sexy is going to say. We're in Don't come at me. Show. <laughs> well, shit. Anything they get is better than Halle Berry in the role. That's I would why, agree. And about. she's my boo, but yes. She, she <laughs> was boo, terrible. Your boo sucked. This. Yes. <laughs> this is it. Does she know? Halle Berry. What would have... What have... We wanted that to be so good when it was a now. I remember like, oh, Halle Berry's playing Storm. Okay. No, I when I first heard that, that's was wrong. Not no, what she's was this? Not. She said something about frogs or something in the movie. Her, what happens like a, when you? Oh, there you go. Go ahead. What happens when you shoot a, a some? Oh, oh, she says, "What happens when you shoot electricity at a frog or at a toad?" <laughs> the same thing that happens to everything else. <laughs> that's a weak ass line right there. And her oh, wire work God. was terrible. <laughs> Everything about her. She failed on every aspect. Now, if only they would have paid her the money they paid in, uh, what was it, Swordfish in the X-Men movie, so Storm stop could it, pull Mike, stop. Now, that stop, stop it. Stop. That would have been a superhero woman moment. Boy. <laughs> like, whoa! But the, for and me, she, the main and Storm would have just played it like she was in Africa. That was natural. Like, what do you okay. look at? <laughs> Let me stop. <sighs> she just... <laughs> I mean, I love her, but she was not right for the role. She was, and I want to. I wanted to see. I know here come big sexy. I wanted to see 
a dark-skinned regal woman playing that part. Who could have? What about Grace, had, if Grace uh, Jones? If Grace uh, Jones were alive, she should have played that part. They should have had Angela Bassett play. Grace it. Jones is alive. Grace Jones is alive. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. If she were young, a uh, younger, I'm sorry. <laughs> if she were younger, <laughs> killing people off. <laughs> that, that's true no, for every, Cuba, man. Everybody wanted history. Angela Bassett. That's who everybody wanted. Not me. I wanted. Nah, I don't want her either. She would have been. Nah. She would have killed. Yes. But who would you have picked? Who did, who's, who who would have been perfect? Iman. I can see that. I don't know how well she acts. Oh, she though. acts. Yeah. Well, isn't Iman? You saw what happened. Is you shit with comic person? Say that again. Isn't Iman lighter than the comic? Oh, I have no idea. I don't yeah. think so. Not noticeably. Not. I'm, I'm picturing Iman from Remember the Time, and she's. She's kind of a uh, burnt sienna, from what I remember. Hmm. Well, I I wouldn't be surprised, and we'll. Um, this is a joke, but I'm always surprised if they casted uh, Storm in, in in today's era. They just casted a uh, Cardi B or something. Like, oh God! Something like, something <laughs> it's like not funny. Played as a whole different type of character. Uh, I can see it. Um, they absolutely <laughs> won't do that, especially after. Um, with they have the casting for the Dora Milaje. Uh, I, I mean, and I could see um, who would be this. Who would he play? <coughs> I could he see would. the live action Miles Morales movie. Uh, and this will jump into our next topic. I could see them casting Little Nas X. Stop it, Mike! What? You're hurting me, man. <laughs> I mean, I can see. Can it. Act, I, I can wouldn't see. hate it. I wouldn't hate it if he could act. Oh God! What's the problem, Q? This is, I don't get it. The problem is he we, gave we a lap dance problem. to Satan. That's the problem. That, that wasn't in the Marvel so. movies. What do I got to do with it? I can't take that guy seriously. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of that guy, he went from he he went from being a cowboy to give. Let me stop. <laughs> okay. You're triggered already. I ain't even got into the story. Um, of course. I, I was looking, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say. I mean, look at Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt was some flabby office dude in Parks and Rec, and he kills it as Star Lord. Yep, he, he does. It's a so, big yeah, difference man. between you the transition there <laughs> to. Let me ask you this: okay. Are you even reading the Miles Morales book? <laughs> Who me? Yeah, you. I'm not reading it now, but I read it when it first came out. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you read it? Yeah. When it first came out. <laughs> okay. So what, That's how time works. Years ago? <laughs> yeah, what's your All point, right. man? Just get to the point. Are you are you still up on um your girl over like Anagam? Inspector Clouseau or some shit. On <laughs> his Yoda. <laughs> What, what, what's the question? Man? I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> what's the question? I know Uhura was in Star Trek. Let's move along here. Um, yeah, I knew that too, motherfucker. I knew that too. No, no you didn't. I knew no, Uhura was not in Star Wars, which is what it sounded like Any, y'all was saying. Anyway, are you still up on your girl over at Amalgam Comics? Huh? I haven't been there in a minute. 
I, I well, COVID and all that, I wasn't traveling, wasn't going up there too much. But right. no, I'm not. Why? Did you get her uh, Iron Man variant when it came out? You know what? She was asking for a mint for that, so no, I did not. How much was she asking for? Mm-hmm. I don't. Rem- I, I want to say it was around. I, I really don't remember the number fifty dollars sticks in my head. You see, Q, you fucked up. And here's why. Why? The print run on that book was so very small that right now, Uh uh, a CGC, actually several CGC graded 9.8s have gone for 4,000 and up. This somehow ties into Will Nas X? Yeah, ties this into Miles Morales and Will Nas X for me. Damn, man, just tying to the books. That's what I'm tying to books. <laughs> okay. Got to do more. Got to do more. Well, if if, if what you're saying is true, things. if you, what you're saying is true, I should, you know, I should oh, no, have no, bought stock in Apple true. back in 1979. <laughs> uh, let's get focused. Did you have money? Let's get focused. <laughs> little little Nas uh, little Nas X is back in the news. Somebody's opening papers on the air. Is that oh. what we're doing? That's not me. Sorry not me that. this time. I thought it was be eating chips. You're not gonna get me on eating that. Some cheese doodles. <laughs> oh man, opening up them. I might checks. eat some neck bones, but I'm not doing paper. <laughs> He's opening up them PPP loan scam chips. <laughs> oh, Jones. <laughs> Come say hi to everybody. Yeah, change the subject and pull the daddy card. I ain't mad at you, nigga. Hello. Go bye, baby. <laughs> what was that? All? Wow. All right. <laughs> Stop it, Mike. All right, little Nas. Little Nas X. X. Yes. Let's get back so to some wrong. real hip hop. So wrong. So little Nas X was back in the news. Uh, and there's a, a big reaction from a lot of people because he dropped a new uh, music video called Industry Baby. And I had, I don't, I, bleh, I saw the video soon after it dropped. It just came across on uh, YouTube, right? And I was, I saw the thumbnail and I just was like, wait a minute. Huh? <laughs> I was like, that. I was like, I was like, nah, this is. So I wanted to see what this was. I already know people are going to talk about it. So I watched the video and listen. And I posted this in Discord right when I saw. It. I said, "This I basically this dude is hilarious to me. Like he is. First of all, I'm going to give him his trolling award of the century. Master troller, clowning. Uh, yep. he's acting. He he would be a you act you a goddamn fool." You know, we used to say a certain cat, man, you acting a damn fool. You really showing out right now. To me, he's showing out. <clears throat> what he's showing out, I'm not talking about at the moment. But just out, so off the top, I was like, man, you's a fool. And then it really, you know, it's a lot of shocking stuff. And I, when I see the thing that's the most shocking to me in the video, I was just like, wow, I, 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 in certain ways, I predicted this. I was like, I've... I'm not shocked because I, I, I knew like in like 50 years it would be like this. I'm probably more shocked that it's already here. And I was just like, damn. If I would have been back in 1988 when I was really getting heavy into this and studying music and artists and stuff, 
I would have never in my wildest dreams <laughs> imagined that there would be a music video or a rapper. And not only was he butt ass naked, but he was surrounded by other naked men and they was dancing and twerking like full on nude. I would, I would think that that would, I would be like, that's in, that would never happen. Think, what are you talking about? So to see that 2021, that is actually not only is it happening, but that's the mainstream. I would, I guess I would have never thought they would have a black, they would allow a black person to do something like that. So I was just, I was like, wow, we've come a long way on a very short amount of time. And, you know, uh, me saying anything else could be construed as being a hater or homophobe, which I, I'm not, you know. So when I, I say this, there's a lot of reaction to this video. So we're giving our reaction to it. I don't know if the fellas have seen it. But I just thought the video uh, was well done. You know, I was amazed at the production value of his stuff. I'm like, man, he looked like he's a superstar. His shit is tight. Everything is done on a high level. And I was like, he must have a lot of money because this ain't, most videos don't look like this nowadays. This looks like some stuff from back in the, in the heydays, you know, Michael Jackson shit. So I was like, man, he's doing it big. You know, uh, I just wonder what can he do next? Like, how, he's, I don't know what would be the next shocking thing. It just seems like he's just playing toward the gimmick and he has to keep up in the bar. And, you know, I, I jokingly say now what would probably be the shocking things we'll see in the future is they'll have a male rapper. He'll be as thugged out as Tupac, but he will be LGBT. And I'll say he'll probably literally be sucking another dude's dick on screen. And that'll be the mm -hmm. most hardcore type of thing. Like they'll be like, that's hardcore. And, but it'd be mainstream. And I was like, I don't know what else, cause what else is there left to do? If you've already button, you're literally bucket naked, dancing, you're playing with stereo, uh, you're playing with fears on sexuality and stuff. Okay, cool. So what would be next? Like he's not, are they going to like pull a gun and shoot somebody on the, like, no, I didn't shoot, fake get shot. Nigga, I got shot in my video. Like, you know, you know there's got to be the next level or I got killed the day my song came out or something like this. What could possibly be the next shocking thing? And specifically for Little Nas X, I was just wondering, man, what's what's he going to do next? Because um, he keeps pushing the envelope, but I don't know how, how far could he possibly push it? What would be next? So I'd be curious. And the other thing I say, the visual aspect aside, I just want, I would be shocked if they just dropped a jam. Like he had his first song was the jam. Everybody was digging it. But I don't know, have the other songs been as powerful, like without the glitz and glamour? Are them songs like, yeah, bump that little Nas? Who's playing, you know, playing that? So I would be, I think the next thing he should do is focus on making that dope ass song and don't have no video. And it'd be just strictly on the merits of the talent and like, yeah, my shit is dope. That would be shocking to me. That's a little shameful that I just said that, I suppose. But that is what it is. And poo. What'd you think of the video? <laughs> Seem uncomfortable. As, What's going on? As a very secure cisgender hetero. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh God. Uh, it, I saw the thumbnail and I was like, nope, not gonna watch it. Not gonna be uncomfortable. 
But then I said, you know what? Fuck it. Let me get out. Let me get out this bullshit. Let's see what. Let me see what the hype is because I'm in social media. I have to be at the forefront of knowing what's trending and why and what people are talking about. So I watched that video and I got to that the shower scene and I was like, ah, oh, goddamn. But at the end of at the end of the song, I was like, this shit kind of slaps. I believe a lie. Pause. And now, which thing? Listen- what do you when you say this kind of slaps? We have to be very specific. <laughs> And we're talking about, are you talking about the song itself yes, slaps song, or just visually what you saw in the video slaps? <laughs> the song and the beat slaps. Oh, okay. Absolutely. There you go. And I was listening to the lyrics and I actually went and, uh, you know, ch- checked them out on Genius. And I was like, all right, this motherfucker's spitting. I see what he's saying. What he trying to, what he putting out there. Okay. Like some of the stuff that he was saying, uh, he said, uh, what did he say here? He made this thing that's, he made this line about, I said, I don't fuck bitches, I'm career high, but these niggas, these niggas is bitches like Medea. And I was like, oh shit, okay. I kind of feel him because he's, he's doing that double entendre where he's calling these niggas bitches. And at the same time, like they live in that double life. And, you know, either dressing up like women and doing a thing or having their sexual preference. So I was like, ooh, he's calling some folks out. Is he and talking about down low people? I'm, I'm close. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's talking about industry, industry folk that could be down low. Oh. And I'm like, ooh. And I was like, because, you know, he very famously, uh, a couple, I think it was a couple months ago, he put, uh, what's that, Takashi 6 9 on blast jumping in his DMs. So mm. that's why I was like, oh, he throwing them shots. Okay, go ahead. Little I nod. thought they weren't supposed Y'all to do call. that. It's a new, I know, it's a new game. But, and yeah. on top of that, we're talking about Takashi 6ix9ine. F him. Carry on. I ain't gonna get <laughs> married and somebody snitching on a snitch. This is me. Like, whatever. It's a snitch. <clears throat> and then the, the other one where he was talking about, you know, you was never really rooting for me anyway. When I'm back up at top, I want to hear you say he don't run from nothing. I was like, okay, okay. I'm, I'm feeling this. He's throwing down the gauntlet. Um, the visuals, the, the one thing I absolutely would say, I would, just like you, I never thought I would see the day of an openly gay man putting all of this homosexual behavior in his videos. You know, having the naked men, having the, the men dancing and twerking, having, you know, he, he <laughs> it, it was some it was some very su- suggestive sexual stuff going on. And I'm just thinking like now our sensibilities might uh, might be rocked by the sense that we're not used to seeing this from a hip hop artist. But at the same token, I'm like, this dude is out and he's living his truth and he's putting that out there. And at the same token, yes, there are some out there because there's always going to be homophobes in any community that are just going to say, I ain't with that quote unquote gay shit and whatnot. But for the most part, he's getting support for this. And it's like the, the backlash might be he's being too explicit as opposed to, oh, he's doing that gay ish. Which I'm like, okay, there's some progress, not only within the society, but within the hip hop community as well, where they've kind of like, okay, yeah, that's Nas, he's on that gay shit. We cool with it. This, the B slaps. So that's where I, I come from. I think it absolutely was way too much to have, you know, some of those scenes, the one in the, the shower, that definitely was salacious. And that's a prison that, shower. Yes, prison shower. <laughs> and, uh, 
it harkened back to Madonna with her Justify My Love videos and some of the salacious stuff that, she, yeah, she had a video where chicks were in bondage stuff. Oh, right. And right, right. nipples were, fl- yeah, all, all that stuff. Yeah. Sure. So I'm like, it, it really ain't nothing new, only that who's doing it and what gender slash sexuality <laughs> is being, um, I guess, being put on front street. So now, didn't they have I, a, I give them props a, for the. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go okay. ahead. Now, I was going to say, I give him props for, you know, how he's pushing the boundaries and changing mm-hmm. how we see um, gay men in this rap industry. But kind of like what you were saying, like, okay, what's next? And it's kind of like, slow down just a tad bit because you might have to keep pushing the boundaries. Right. And it's interesting some things you said. It, one, and I, I can't remember who I was hearing say this, but. I know a lot of people say, oh, we have a problem with a gay person being a rapper or being in music. Now, I don't know. Obviously, being a rapper in the open certainly is probably something we're not used to seeing. But I, I can remember and I know we don't have no problem supporting gay or suspected type gay artists in music. We don't that. I mean, we have Tevin Campbell. Uh, Rashawn, I don't, some of these people, I'm not saying their names. Luther Vandross, I'm, you know, we, we, who don't love Luther? Jermaine Stewart, some of these other people. We didn't ever have no problem. They had jams, right? We're going to bump jams. Regardless. But, I mean, Go ahead. You I, I, get, I get where you're going, but the thing is, is that mm-hmm. that was R&B, pop, soul. It wasn't hip hop. Well, that's what I said. Yeah. Right, but that's black music I'm talking about. I'm still okay. talking about black okay. people. So we don't have no problem uh, being riding for gay people. That ain't, that, that were never no problem. I mean, you have talent. We fucking with you. To me, the little Nas X, he has talent. He had that one song. That was a certified hit for real. We was bumping that. He bogarted the country charts. And they pushed back and that made us, oh, no, that's our little man. God, you want to have him up there and don't have the charts? We was riding for him. Had no problem. Now, he came out and said he was gay. People, of course, he was okay. But to me, it's like he is doing all of this stuff and he's representing to the fullest salute. But, you know, I, I wonder, though, that what he's doing is just one overly sexualized version of the gay person, right? He, to me, is no different than little Kim, uh, Cardi B, or Megan Thee Stallion, or some of these other ones over time. There is a place for him, absolutely. But he's super mainstream. I guess I, I always question, why would we have the little Kim, the slut-type rapper, as the main representation of what we're doing out here? That's not, you know what I mean? Why, why can't it be that that's a, the real talented motherfucker is the, is the spotlight? So it ain't got nothing to do with you being gay. You can be, why would you have to be the gay and he's overly sexualized? Couldn't he be the gay dude that was handling business and was a, seen as a boss? Wouldn't he still be gay? That's the same way. Why would we have to see the over-sexualized uh, heterosexual black woman. Why? Why do we need to see that? All. Why does it have to be the mainstream? Couldn't she be like she got some goddamn sense too? That's to me what I question the little the little Nas thing. It ain't even tripping on the gay thing. We've already had our gay people, 
but why are they over-sexualized, whether you're heterosexual or gay? Why is that being pushed to us? And again, you came up through the kids, raised you up. What other game does that? Like, how does... You, you have to acknowledge that kids look up to it, whether or not he wants to say it's for kids or not. You do understand you, they do see you as a role model. And to me... That's the question I question. Like, dude, you should be able to do everything you want to do, but at least you recognize your influence. And do you actually care about that? And if you don't, that's fine. But then we should be able to say, well, we as a community don't really have to care about you. We don't have nothing against you, but we don't really rock with that. And you shouldn't have a problem with us telling you that we don't rock with that. You can appeal to the mainstream. I've talked long enough. Q Strong, you got anything to add or comments on this? Thing? <clears throat> Have you seen the video? I was watching it. Oh, just, I got to the shot. I was. I got to the shower scene. I, I don't know why. I just couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> That's the response. That's the response. It was a, it's it's a dope uh, choreography. Mm-hmm. But Go ahead, I Q. feel like you, man. No, I mean it, it is good choreography. I, I it just slaps. I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna use that ad. I'm not gonna use that verb. <laughs> I maybe it swings, but I <clears throat> nope. I don't like the song personally. I, I like the, I like the. Um, I I don't know. I don't want to get into all that. I mean, I, I if I if someone else were to produce that song, I think it'd be a good song. But um, I'm like you. I don't see, and I, I'll go back to Madonna, Prince. I just think they did it better. But I would go, I would point them too. I don't see why. You know, let me back up on that. Madonna and Prince, they and I know some people would disagree with me. That's fine. They weren't all about sexuality every minute of the day. When they were, I think they pulled it off. Was it necessary? Maybe not. This to me, this young man seems like he is, and like a lot of artists do today part of their skill set is just being a sexual being. And I don't see why, if you have the talent, I don't see why you need to put push the envelope with your voice, with your tracks, with your beats, with your steps, not with the only with the visuals and having uh, and, and showing, again, I'm going to say it, negative imagery where you're kind of like we're in, we're black men and we are in jail. And we're dancing in the shower. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't get that. I, I, but it's not for me to get. You know, hell of a deterrent. So, though. huh? I said that video is a hell of a deterrent, though. <laughs> <I ain't going. laughs> I mean, the video production is 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 nice. Um, it's fabulous. I just, I just don't see the need to act. I mean, if you want to have some men in the shower, have some men in the shower with the with the. Don't have them in the shower. Put them in the in the in the yard. That's fine. But like you say, I don't see the need to push that sexuality, and that be a part of you. That be a part of your act. But you have to keep topping yourself. Right. Maybe that. I, I, yeah. I just I just don't have a, I just have a problem with push to the mainstream. I, I don't have a problem with him pushing it out there. It's just that it's pushed, particularly. That a connection to kids and it's mainstream. If this was on Pornhub, salute or you know what I mean or some other thing. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like you don't normally see very super sexualized content that is not in an adult realm. 
you know, it's on YouTube. Like, I don't know how many times they would have a video of females doing that, and maybe they do, but I just don't think it's, it's not normally people that are associated with children in entertainment. That's just my whole point. Can I, can I say one other thing real quick? Of course. Uh, and I'm, uh, I'm going to steal from Big Sexy here, so I apologize, Big Sexy, but Big Sexy has been saying something for the longest time, and I'm going to steal from it. I'm going to go back to The Wire where they showed Omar. And I remember when I first watched it, I was like, is he hugging up on a dude? This is a drug deal hug- hugged up on a dude? And by the time, what's the actor's name? Michael K. I forget his name. Uh, the actor playing. What's his name? Michael K. Williams? Yep. When he put in his work in front of the camera, I was like, I don't get... like you said, but Captain America, homie, wear the suit, homie. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't give a shit. It wasn't pushed. It wasn't... We, it was very clear it was a gay character. There's scenes where he is with his gay lover. I mean, it was a light-skinned Hispanic dude. But they're putting their work uh, on the streets, right? And it just happened to be gay. It wasn't something that needed to be pushed. Michael K. Williams' talent came through. And cool, gay dude putting in work. Omar, bam, that's it. I don't know if I'm making any sense, but that's how I see. That's that's how I see it. Well, if I can push back on it, it seems like what you're saying is he presented a gay man in a manner that you were okay with viewing. But and I would say that there are multitudes of queerness. There are those that aren't openly pushing their sexuality, and there are those that openly do. If you've ever mm-hmm. been to Pride Parade. You'll see how oh, they're walking around in thongs and presenting themselves as sexual I've, as they can. I've worked the proper doing... rate. <laughs> okay, well, that's, I've, that's I've seen the proper. Then, I've then, worked the proper rate. Okay, just then you would know that. Then you know that there are um, homosexuals that push their sexuality. Yeah, but I don't remember anyone d- naked dancing in the street, though. See what I'm saying? But nobody I was naked I don't dancing that. in the street and, and, in this video either. But I see them naked dancing in the shower and my son could go on YouTube and see that. And I'm not pleased with that. I wouldn't want him going to see Cardi B or Megan Thee Stallion with their background video hoes dancing in the shower. I wouldn't want that either. So I'm being fair on both sides of the coin. No, but what I'm saying is is that you said that what you liked about Omar was... Oh, he was he presented his homosexuality in a manner that seemed to be digestible to you. He just put it out that he was he was putting in work and he was gay. And I'm like, okay, that's great. There are gay men that behave. He was and, kissing a man though. Okay, again, and there are I don't even see him butt naked in a shower. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Okay, that's great. And there are gay men out there who don't push their sexuality <coughs> to the forefront like that. Just like there are gay men, gay women out there who do do it, and all, and you said you were at the pride parade. You know, you know that that that's that they're actually out there. So to me, I feel yeah. like it does a disservice to say, "Oh, I'm only willing to uh, accept you with your homosexuality in this manner. You don't have to push I, I, this I, I, this way." And it's like, no, they could be if that's who they are, if that's who Little Nas X is, if that's how he chooses to. Push it, if he chooses to push his sexuality, which is no different than how Madonna has done it, no different than how Prince has done it, no different than Britney Spears, than Christina Aguilera, than Beyonce, than Megan Thee Stallion, I don't see why is it an issue of his homosexuality. 
Well, I, I didn't say his homosexuality was an issue. I said clearly, and I went, I said Prince and Madonna. I said, I would go back to them as well and say the overtly sexual stuff, was it necessary? No, because they had talent. I did admit that I think because I I, I, thought, I think they were far more talented than this guy. I think they did it a lot better. But I did say, was if you had taken away their sexuality, would it have hurt their careers? Not for me as a fan. In, in terms of you saying that I am saying I'm comfortable with And to Omar, that fact, Little Nas X, is, you said, because it, it seemed like you're trying to imply that if you take away this sexuality from Little Nas X, he wouldn't have a career. Yet his number one hit song had nothing to do with sexuality. So he would true. have a career as well. He's I proving still, I mean, he would have a lot, career. There are a lot of people that, that have number one hit songs that I don't think have any talent, though. I, I, you know, that, that's just a fact for me. That's my truth. What I'm saying is that and that would be little not because you can't I, well, hold, hey, come on. We're not going to do this talent. now. I'm, we're not going to do this. You're going to let me finish because I'll let you express your thoughts. I'm responding. When I was working the Pride Parade, I saw I was surrounded by gay men. I did not see them overtly doing anything close to what I saw on this video. And that I would saw be them. That I saw gay because there are I many saw people kissing and hugging. I saw people kissing and hugging. Fine, if you saw if, if if not little Nas X wants to put an image of him kissing another man or hugging another man, like I saw in the property, I would have no problem with that. That is, but that is part of expressing love that is decent. But I would again, I go back to Prince, Mad- Prince with his ass cheeks out, Madonna with the erotica video. That's not necessary. And I'm saying, why do you, why do for me to accept homosexuality means I have to accept seeing images of naked men dancing in the shower or uh, Little Nas X giving uh, 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 an actor dressed like the devil a lap dance or tonguing another guy or another girl. Why do I why if, why am I having why is someone going to try to tell me I have a problem with homosexuality? Simply because I don't like the explicit images, whether they're homosexual or not. That's no, the actually bullshit. Actually, you made the point that he doesn't have to put this imagery out there. He's saying that because of his homosexuality, he doesn't have to push that, that the sexuality part out there. And I'm and you you contrasted that with Michael K. Williams' portrayal of Omar, where he did not do that. And my retort to you was simply, okay, that's that character. Just like there's that's that homosexual. A male, where there are other homosexual male, as we've seen at other pride parades, where they are out there in very explicit attire, and that's how they. Oh, you're talking uh, about attire. I'm not talking about attire. I never said anything about said, attire. You just said you didn't see at the pride parade um, men uh, very in a very explicit. Uh, dress, and I'm saying that there are at other, maybe not at that pride parade, but at other pride parades, there are. I have seen that there are homosexual men and women who go out in very explicit attire and choose to present themselves as that sexual being in that sexually explicit attire. And just because are they Omar, naked? Are they naked? Are they naked? Are they naked? No, no, they're not naked. The people you see in the pride parade are they? Naked when they're dancing in the no, street, or are they nude? They are, ve- they are very sexually explicitly dressed. Are they exposing their genitals? <laughs> but actually, are they exposing their genitals? Did Little Nas X expose his genitals? 
Yeah. Okay. So you're gonna you're gonna hide behind that they 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 um they blurred out. You just you just made the point of did they expose their genitals? So I'm asking you the question: Did Little Nas X in those men in those videos expose their genitals? Well, did the men in the prom parade that you saw did they expose their genitals? No, they did. Lord. Okay. So then <laughs> I don't see. So let me have this. This is swashbuckling. I love. It. I don't under. I don't see the need that you would have you to have black question, men though. nude. In the shower, whether they weren't, they, act, they weren't actually nude. Yes, they did you were. see their genitals based on your de, your parameters? Did you see their genitals? Whoa! Yes, did I you did. See them do? Yes. I, oh, whoa! Let's oh, sample that part. I'm gonna sample it. Did you see enough. his genitals? Yes. It was enough. It was implied. It was implied. It was enough. For, put it this way. It was did enough that I would it? not want my son. I would did not want my son. Let me finish, man. I would you're not, not want you're my being son. dishonest because you're not answering. You're lying. Did you see their genitals? Whoa. Were they nude? Pause. Did Pause. you see it? The men, the men were naked in the Did shower. You see that's, their as far as, that's as far as I need to go. Did you see their genitals? They were naked in the shower. Did they were naked? In, <laughs> I'm just asking the same question you asked okay, me I'm, about I'm the prime parade. I'm Did you on. see their genitals? I'm moving on. Okay, so that's a no. Thank you. What, you do, they, what do they call that procedure? You get little boys' penises. I have what's no that? idea, Mike. <laughs> I would stop. I would stop this line of questioning if I were you. You know what's that procedure called? Circumcised. What is it? Circumcised. Okay. So I was going to say, I think Ant's point would be to say you couldn't tell if they were circumcised or not because of and that, that special effect on the video. So you couldn't see that they were nude. Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't deal in minutia <laughs> like that. I don't do. De- so Ant's, Ant's point is, well, you didn't see the dick, so it's okay. I don't, I don't work. That's not well, how my brain you couldn't works. See, you couldn't see. <laughs> I, just asked, I just asked the, all I did was ask you the same question you asked me. I answered your question. You refused to answer it. I asked you, did you see naked men in the pride parade? And I asked you, did you see? No, you asked I me, saw did I see their genitals? No, you said, naked- did I see their genitals? Why are you lying? You said, did you see their genitals? You said that. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is a commercial break. Uh, We're taking a break from (laughs) our new series called When Did You Get Me On? Uh, To let you know that we're going to have some new merch at the end of this episode. It's going on for sale and it's going to be called Did You See His Genitals? We're going to have t-shirts, mugs, hats. So you heard it here first. Did you see his genitals? Merch is coming. Uh, The founder, Um, Amp Poo, is about to say something. Go ahead, sir. <laughs> I'm just saying it, it, it's fine. Just just don't lie. That's all I'm saying. Don't lie about Did you see it. His genitals? You said it. We, Hashtag you know, start- it up, y'all. Did you see his genitals? Oh, sorry, I'm going. We started this conversation talking about the minutia of <laughs> Geosynchronous orbit with the Death Star. And, and now somehow. This, this dude is trying to make a distinction between seeing naked men. And their, and their private parts have, are blurred out. Oh, you didn't see the dicks. Did you see, Did you see the dicks? <laughs> all I did was ask the same question you asked me. All right. Yes, all sir. I did. You, you, okay, it was the same, it's the same question okay. you asked me. All right. Let me ask and you this. you still this, refuse too. to answer the question. Did you see his genitals? Because it's so stupid. That's why. Uh, to me, it doesn't like, matter. It doesn't it matter. It actually does. Because then why did you, no, no. if it didn't matter, it why did you matter. ask me the question? Okay, we're fine. You, if you, it didn't you matter, why did you ask me the question? Clearly, you need a win. You win. Why I, are you? Here, no, my, I don't. My point, my point is this. They were naked enough that I didn't see the point behind it. How about that? 
Okay. <laughs> and I'll state again. I said again, just because other homosexuals pre- pre- go about presenting themselves in one manner doesn't mean that all homosexuals need to. And that's how they choose to present themselves. Okay. I, you, you've, you've, ta- you've become very liberal. Hey, hey, do you? Do you? All right. Um, I think Big Sexy was going to say something. <laughs> Before that, I just wanted to ask y'all. <laughs> Did you see his genitals? All right. <laughs> Who big sexies? Stop it, Mike. Whoa. <laughs> Stop, Mike. I wasn't supposed to be answered, but anyway. Okay. Uh, I'm not answering it. I'm wondering why you're asking the question. That's <laughs> Q is making it weird. Yeah. <laughs> Q. Why is it always directed Q. towards me? Uh, pause. <laughs> Super pause. Huh? Every time Big Sexy got a question. And there's a pause. Well, you, it's you, you, you said something that was kind what of um, what? telling. So you had a problem with the perceived nudity in the video, correct? I, okay, yeah, I'll say, yeah, I didn't see the necessity for it. Okay. Did you have a, that same problem with the perceived nudity in Monster's Ball with Halle Berry? Uh, no, I'll tell you why. Because Monsters Ball was an R-rated film. And I'm assuming most parents want to be decent and not let their kids into that film to see it. This is on YouTube. So there's a huge difference to me. Okay. It's the it's the accessibility of it. If you want to put this in a in a in a movie and there's a prison scene. And you got guys marching down the hall, and maybe someone turns on the radio. What was that movie with? Um, it was a uh, 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 it was an Adam Sandler film, and Ving Rhames was in it, and he played a gay guy. Oh, oh. did you see Chuck and Larry? Scene? What was it called? I pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Yeah. Now, okay, they didn't show funny. anything, but it was funny, <laughs> and it was in a film where kids should not be gaining access to it. There's a huge I'm difference between that and YouTube. And little Nas S was came through the kids. He he only what two four or five years removed from. He's a, he was on Sesame Street. He was. What? I posted the link in the Discord. I was asking y'all to help me out. So I couldn't because and uh, I'm, not, I'm just I'm not getting at you. But I'm just saying you guys said this that he was this generation's Madonna, and I was saying like, huh? And I said, oh, well, God. he could only be this generation's Madonna when his black ass adopts some white kids. <laughs> and has them out there, then he'll be on some Madonna shit. Uh, and then I was just saying, you know, Nas has been on Sesame Street. Has Madonna been on Sesame Street? Because they, don't, I'm, I'm talking, I'm not tripping on the gay or none of that. That's not even my argument. I'm just saying, I don't know if they should be having a super mainstream person that's from the kids' world so quickly be such a shift and be super wild. And, you know, again, everyone has the right not to be a role model. I just want to know, does he even care? Because if and he may be 20 something years old and it's like, why would I even care? But I mean, his brain is not developed in terms of having experiences, life experiences. Right. And wisdom. He's in the moment. So I get that. But I just wondered, man, I don't I would hope for him to be 20 years from now. He look back and like, whoa, they had me out here. I was that. I was that guy like I was doing it I would never have you know what I mean just as an older person when you 
start to really realize about life. You're like, damn, I was out here looking crazy. They had me out here at the game. I mean, you me. think about Prince. Say that again? You look at Prince. I was just saying, you look at Prince, how he changed thing. up after yeah. after he changed. I uh, met Larry Graham and learned the word and all that and changed all his lyrics. Man, Lil Nas X is going to have a, a, a difficult time when he gets to be in his 40s and 50s. I, well, you never know. You might not. I'm like, but how so? It's only yeah. two videos. How, two videos? Yeah, this one and the, the devil worshiping video. That's oh, uh, I mean, now, if I we, thought he, thought he was, wasn't he on TV doing? He always pushing on everything he does, don't he? And now it's about the quantity. I mean, all right, well. Uh, <laughs> Somebody else is going to say something else. What were we, I sort of lost well, track. No, I'm just saying, I'm looking at Lil Nas X. He's 22. Do yes. We, yes. Do we want to play the game of the, all the music that Prince put out by the age of 22? No, we don't. Because yeah. me personally. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't. <laughs> no, well, I say because because to me personally, I'm not speaking for nobody else. I don't. Looking back at it. Man, you got your ice. The imagery that, that fell down, like damn. <laughs> okay, damn. True. The imagery, <laughs> the imagery that Prince put out back then, it wasn't right. <laughs> and I'm a fan, but now as an older person, he didn't have to do all that. I can respect the art of and that and all that pushing the boundary, but at the end of the day, he didn't have to really do all that. The same reason that the elders that came before him that he immortalized didn't have to do that either. Uh, I get why the 80s and I get why the Prince Michael <laughs> had to push the envelope because that's, that was the time, the shock and all da, da, da. But as they got older, I think this, at least I could say for Prince, obviously he realized I didn't need to do it. That's what I did then, but I'm a different person. I'm not coming out like that because it matters. And I would say a little Nas and these guys, I, I hope they have that sort of moment when they get older and be like, yeah, shit, I'm powerful. See, I don't think they realize the power that they have right now. Right? I don't think they understand the influence really how they have on a whole generation of people at the particular moment. Because if they really, and I, don't, and I wonder, do they care about that? Because if you really cared about people, right? And you knew that they would do whatever you want, you would be like, man, I can't just talk reckless. There's other lives at stake. Now, if you're a, a person who cares nothing about your influences, I get it. You can say, I, I check out. I'm not a role model. I don't care what happens. That's your fault. America is based on that attitude, right? <laughs> Fuck you. It's about me, my family. I don't care about... But I thought most people... And people, you know, people of color don't think like that. You know, we had that whole thing. It takes a, a village. You couldn't have that saying if you thought that I couldn't be a role model. I don't care what your other kids, what happens to them. That's their parents' fault. That ain't, so we didn't come from that. We don't even have sayings that sound like that. So that's my whole point when I question cats like this. I, man, I wonder, do they realize their real influence and power? And maybe they don't because they're young. I would hope that's the reason. I hope it's not because they don't really give a fuck. And they could care less. That would be a sad way. And that's, that would be more evil because that person actually does have power and influence. But because he's a cold-hearted person, 
other people are going to catch heel because they're going to follow that person that doesn't care shit about them. And we see that with politicians and stuff. I'm rambling. <laughs> so I'm going to get off that topic. But yeah, man. Salute to Lil Nas X. I say that off the top. You know? Salute to him. I just hope that he's doing this on his accord and it's not somebody else behind him pumping it up and playing these chess games. And I hope he's fully aware of what he represents on all sides of the table. And if he is and he can operate with logic, then I salute him even more. You know? But we'll see. Um, oh, let's jump off to another topic here. Let's go to Dr. Dre. <laughs> uh, it has come out last week that Dr. Dre has been ordered to pay his ex-wife, Nicole Young, $3.5 million a year in spousal support, which they says comes out to almost $300,000 a month. That is a lot. Of, to me, that's a lot of money. Maybe to Dre, billionaire or something that's not, but that's a huge payout. Q-Storm. Got any thoughts on Um. <clears throat> well, if you, I put it like this: If that's what the judge decreed, and uh, all the all the um, what you call it, accusations that she was leveling against him are true, I hey, write the check, write the check. She deserves every penny, as far as I'm concerned. I know some people, maybe it was Big Sexy, I can't remember, was saying she's a gold digger or something like that. <clears throat> but hey, she was there when he was making the money, helping, uh, earning the money. He was pointing guns at her head, beating her up, going Ike Turner on her. And I mean, I'm sorry. Well, I'm not going to go there because it will start a fight. But uh, yeah, man, no, I I don't feel sorry for him whatsoever. Um, I hope she gets that bag. Big sexy. All right. First of all, I'm going to go into this knowing and believing that the community property system as it is constructed is inequitable. It, it penalizes a person, male or female, for having money. Because it operates under the premise that when a pers- person comes in and marries another person, and if the person one person makes substantially more money, then if things don't work out, it's on that person to make sure that the you know, leaving spouse maintains that lifestyle. That's bullshit. Okay, that's bullshit. Now, having said that, and again, I don't, I am not seeing the transcripts because I do not believe they are public because it is a family law matter. Is this the final dissolution or is this temporary, ha, huh, support? I don't know. But they've been married a long time. What, I want to say 20 years. So, yes, she is entitled to some form of goodies here. And if you look at his net worth, if it is in the billions and he earned, and let me say that again, and he earned that money while married, community property system is very clear. And a money earned while married is community property, 
subject to division, and that's fine. So if the court came at that and came to that conclusion, that's just part of the game. Um, I'm looking at Dre and his people because anyone, and I tell people all the time, male and female, when you get money, get a prenup so this shit doesn't happen. So as, as far as, yeah, she earned that, she deserved it, no, no bullshit. That's bullshit. She married well. That's all she did. You know, until I see an independent report of any accusations that he held a gun or head, they're bullshit. There it is. They're bullshit. He tore up the prenup. Now, I don't know how the court ruled on that, but if he tore it up with the intent to revoke it, well, then he's fucked. Bottom line. If he tore up a copy to try and, you know, be funny or prove a point not meaning to tear it up and can prove that he has the original, then the court fucked up. I just have more of a problem with the inequity of the community property system. And this goes back with Johnny Carson. Remember watching the whole Eddie Murphy deal? You know, when Johnny got divorced, Eddie said, look, Johnny had $300 million going in. And she had seventy from the boutique. And she wanted half his shit. Paul McCartney, the woman he married after Linda passed away, same thing. She comes in, you know, with 18 cents, marries Paul for a minute, walks away, paid. I ain't with it. There it is. But none of these guys have the history of Dr. Dre in terms of again, domestic again, violence and things of that nature. Just one going back to her clinic. has right? nothing to do with the other. Why, Sorry. why not? Because it doesn't. In California, you can get divorced for two reasons. Incurable insanity and irreconcilable differences. That's it. So if one spouse was stepping out, you know, gone complete dick happy, oh well, it doesn't matter. Period. So if and, he was to punch her in the head and put the gun to her, that, that wouldn't matter in the divorce nope. court? No, it would not. Interesting. Now, if she sued him for that civilly, that's another matter. But in a divorce court, no, it does not matter. Then why do when I hear people getting divorced and they be like, we got to get the information about the such and such person's cheating and stuff, and they want to put that in the... Not in California, because it doesn't matter. Okay. Now, keep in mind also that California is, o is only one of nine community property states. Now, in other states, I don't know what they're doing. Don't care. I'm not licensed there. Then can but, I ask you a hypothetical Michael Dean's dumb question? Please. <laughs> so are you saying that if a woman was married to R. Kelly and she said that, hey, he, oh, may, <laughs> he may have molested one of my family members and she's in court trying to get divorced from him and saying that, and then we know he has his history of what it is, you still saying that none of that would matter in the divorce? In a California divorce court? No. The judge will not consider that. The, the, the only question is this. Do you want to be divorced? Yes. Okay, let's, let's get it popping. That's simple. Can I ask you a question? 
Wait. Just going back to earlier when you said that her, uh, the things that she said, you said it was horseshit or didn't, didn't matter. Uh, now I see you forget my question. Something you had just said. I forgot it already. <laughs> Man, I, listen. <clears throat> I love Dr. Dre. He's dope. Music, incredible. Influence on the culture, incredible. But we would not be honest or keeping it 100, as we like to say, keeping it a buck, if we didn't also say, man, it's very troubling situations going on with him and women over these years. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, doubt, not even doubting yeah. that. And, you know, someone said in the chat yeah. that, you know, he's got some unresolved grief. I think you said this. You know, the guy's got some unresolved grief, and he definitely, if he hasn't, should have taken, gotten some counseling a long time ago. Right. And what I'm saying to say is that, and if there's somebody else that says, hey, I've been going through that too, my first inclination, just based off of the experiences that he's been through, is to not necessarily say, I don't think he did that, because he obviously logically has a history of doing it. So I, I, would, I would not just write off what that person says. Again, in divorce court, it doesn't matter. I know. I understand that. It's not that. coming in. I, I'm just saying now, that. Now, if she sued him. About, I'm not talking about in court. I'm just talking about the, these people that we talk about. That's so why I say I give him props, but I would not be honest if he would say, also, there's some problems here, serious problems. And I think we should, I don't, I, I, I don't, and I couldn't just dismiss what she's saying. She'd been with him 20 years. She don't know him more better than me. And going off of what I do know about him, I, I would not. I wouldn't, I wouldn't believe him first. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If I was just a judge, uh, he asked me to, my opinion on something. I was like, well, you actually been through that, doing that shit. Uh, I guess it's fight feasible that you could be doing it. You know what I mean? So I don't know, man. It's, it's, and also <laughs> consider this. With the judge ordering that money, that payment, as far as I know, he's not contesting it. So maybe you finally got people in his ear who know what the fuck they're doing and say, look, man, write this check and walk away from it. You're done. And I get that, too. Gotcha. Uh, Ampu, you got anything to add on to this? Two things. Prenup and cheaper to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> cheaper to keep it. Cheaper to keep it. <laughs> uh, if, if it had been me... And I'm looking at three hundred thousand uh, a month. Shit, I'm like, we ain't getting no divorce. You can go live over there, and I'll provide. <laughs> but ain't no divorce, B. Mm. <clears throat> Unless she got something, she was holding something. Like, well, I'll come out with this. Ah, damn it! <clears throat> All right. Any, any other? The, Go ahead. The part that gets to me is they have children, and they're both dragging each other through the mud publicly. Right. I disagree. And, when did Dre drag her? I don't think he. I haven't heard him say anything. I, 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 I'm not aware of it. But has he dragged her? No, that's a fair point. It's a fair point. But she's dragging through the mud, and I'm just looking at. Is she actually dragging him through the mud, or is she just filing yeah. court papers? Because Dre has put court, his stuff said, his people said stuff 
in the papers, but they're not going to the press. And I don't know if she's actually going to the press or is the press finding these, oh, she just filed something. So I don't know. Are they both playing it out in the press or are they playing it out in the courtroom? Okay, you're right. Okay, it's possible it, in the courtroom. That being said, they're putting this stuff out there that can be easily well, that's the court um, system. by their children. It's the court yeah. system. And, and to me, I just look at it like, you know, you can't, you can't unring the bell. At some point, I mean, people keep saying at some point, North, South, Chicago, and Saint are going to Google they mama, Kim Kardashian, <laughs> and find some things. And just like they're, they're, they have adult children, it's easy for them to see this stuff. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, is it, is it really worth this? You know, to just settle it and be done because you do have children and you're, you're messing with their minds and their perceptions of their other parent. Hmm. And one more thing. They've been married for 20-something years, I believe. And if during that marriage, that Apple thing came about, yeah, she's in for a taste of that. Because if that's looked at as earnings, she gets a piece. Mm. Yeah, I hope they figure it out. How, they, mm. how, however, uh -oh. however, if he had done the the beats and all that, because I don't know what what year he did those, but if he had done those prior to marriage, it's still separate property. Anything from that remains separate property. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Um, like like Ann said, prenup. Got an ironclad, bulletproof Teflon prenup. Okay. We say that, and then she'd be looking at you like you're crazy. Then look at it like there's a door. <laughs> she like she she give you the prenup. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to be fair, he Dr. Dre. He'd be like, I I, mean, I love you, but, but just hey, just the way saying. It is. <laughs> well. I'm not going to say anything else to take me. A perfect example. I was going to say you're right. He is Dr. Dre. So. <laughs> a perfect example. Uh, lead singer for Kiss, Paul Stanley. His first marriage. He's all whipped and love struck. And he says, baby, let's do this. Okay, baby, let's do this. And he's all, all right, we got to talk prenup. Oh, you don't need no prenup. My word is good. I don't want nothing you have. Uh-huh. Three years later, we in court. And he's like, I thought we thought you uh word was good. Oh, this is about business. I need my half. Yep. She put it on him. Look, man. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Uh oh. I might feel free to edit this. What are we talking about here? Pussy. It's <laughs> everywhere. Okay, it's everywhere. Don't get whipped and caught up behind that shit. Now if she's a true partner, she'll she'll understand what you're trying to do. And the thing is, if you have a prenup, and things go well, it's never going to come into play anyway. Why do you, so who cares? It only comes into play if things get unpleasant. And then, you know, you take what you have, I take what I have, and we go on a little way. So I don't see why the big drama is about this. Erica Badu enters the chat. <laughs> Put that thing on you. You don't need no prenup. I don't need a prenup. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Juicy, got you crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, B -B. <laughs> Yeah. 
All right. Uh, jumping back to movies real quick. I like that song. <laughs> uh, I went and saw the movie Snake Eyes. G.I. Joe's. Origins. I'm not hearing good things, so lay it on me. You're not. I mean, listen, I'm going to be quickly. I saw this movie in the 4DX format, though, where, uh, you know, the seats move and they got the water effects and the wind. And Seeing it in 4DX was a head buster. <laughs> I go, oh my God. I, I thought I was in the movie. Like, there's a lot of samurai swords and all that. Man, it was, it was uh, intense. But I can see without all of that, that movie would have been trash. <laughs> like I can tell, like, because I was watching it and I was comparing it to the previous G.I. Joe movie, which isn't that good, but had at least one jaw-dropping action sequence, you know, with Snake Eyes fighting on the, on the mountain, swinging on the mountain and stuff. That was so dope. This movie has nothing like that in this it does have some cool kung fu stuff and there's some great posing going on but the way that the movie was shot you really can't see the action and the fights it's just ridiculous and it's like jarring or something i don't know what they were thinking but uh the movie so the movie is not really that good but if you want to pay 25 dollars and see him for dx one of the great movie experiences I've had this year so far. Just and I haven't seen that many movies in theater, but my God! Uh, but other than that, uh, I would say wait for streaming. Uh, I would watch this over on 4K because there were some scenes when they go to Tokyo and they're fighting in the streets and they got the neon and stuff with the swords. That shit was badass. I could tell that's going to look great. But other than that, this was a missed opportunity, man. And the movie ends where he just puts on the goddamn suit and gets on the bike and like he's about to get in some action. And I'm like, really? This is what I wanted to see. Um, so, yeah, Snake Eyes, save, save your money. <laughs> two, two Marlins at best. Oh. You know. Um, yeah, my son, uh, he was like, I want to go see Snake Eyes. I want to go see Snake Eyes. And he ended up going with uh, a couple of his uh, homeboys. And he came back. I was like, so hey, how was Snake Eyes? <laughs> it was trash. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I mean, what do you mean it was trash? You was excited to see it. I mean, the fight scenes were okay, but it was trash. Like, okay, well, yeah, I saved my money. Yeah, I, I like I said, if you're a kung fu person, you can get some enjoyment out of this, but. Yeah, man. I, and I like the actor who played him. I thought he was dope, actually. I don't know much of who this guy is, but yeah. Anyway, anybody else see any, any of these newer movies? Uh, there was the other one, old M. Night Shyamalan, that came out. I was uh, I'm bad things about that, that. but I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for a big stream to watch it. But I did see Gunpowder Milkshake. What is that about? I've heard about this. It's 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 kind of if you if you like um, uh, Kill Bill, it's somewhat similar to that. It has a it has a number of films attached to Kill Bill, John Wick. Um, I, I can't think of any of them, but those two first come to mind. It's this uh, this woman uh, Karen Gillian. She plays a uh, Nebula in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Um, she's she was raised as an assassin by her mother. 
who disappeared, and now she's working for this uh, agency, th- this firm, so to speak, and she gets sent to kill this guy who's stolen some money from them. So she kills the guy and come to find out that the, the guy stole the money because someone kidnapped his daughter. And now it's like she she has a heart because normally she's supposed to be this assassin. This is like just do the mission and be done with it. But when she finds out that there was a kidnapping as a daughter, she feels attachment for it. So she decides to go about taking the money that goes to her employers and go pay the ransom. And shit just gets wild. And it's a I enjoyed it. There's a, a hell of funny scenes with some henchmen that go to say, okay, we were told to just bring, get the money, bring you in. We're not going to kill you. And she whips their asses. And they're, they're in all this traction stuff. And they say, well, we were told not to kill you, but fuck that. You messed that up. Now we're going to kick your ass. We're going to kill you. And you got to watch the movie just to see how that plays out. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. I think it, it was just a nice little fun assassin uh, shoot 'em up a film. I'd give it a nice, yeah, a three and a half out of five. Okay, and this is on Netflix. So Netflix. Okay. Absolutely enjoyed it. I went by then. I saw the cast and was in it, and then I, I wanted to watch it, but then gave, gave it the, you know, thumbs up. I'm like, no, I got to check it out. Okay. Okay. It's just you listening. What, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, so did you notice what uh, Angela Bassett's character's name was? I did not. No. What was her name in uh, Tina Turner? Her real name. <laughs> yes. That character's name was Anna May. Ah, I did not pick up on that. That's a good one. Okay. Okay. Yeah, was, so they I got was... Lena Headley in there as well. She plays uh, Karen Gillian's uh, uh, mom, and she, she was badass in it. It's definitely. This is what uh, I don't want to get in trouble with this. It definitely <laughs> was a woman empowering film without it. You know that scene in Endgame where all of the uh. <laughs> female superheroes got together and you're like, it, de- it was nothing like that at all, but they were doing the goddamn thing. I still say Marvel and the Russos dropped the ball on that scene because when they did that and they had them all there, the soundtrack should have just went straight in to sisters are doing it for themselves. Okay, that would be too too much hammering at home. Man, fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but did you see his genitals? <laughs> That's going to be an all-time classic cut. Yeah. Yep, yep. That's um, going in the soundboard, isn't it? Hey. Um, any other movies to bring up TV shows for that matter? You know, I've been rewatching a lot of ER. <clears throat> oh wow! And I recently sent out a tweet to Mackay Pfeiffer because his character Greg Pratt. I'm not spoiling anything. The show's been off the air for for a minute, but when, when his character died, I was so invested in that character. That that still moved me. And I sent him a tweet, you know, thanking him for that performance. And he wrote back saying, man, thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It was really cool. Okay. Okay. Well, if we're talking about older things, like ER, I just finished watching all five seasons of the Bernie Mac show. 
Oh, wow. And uh, I got to tell you, <clears throat> from what I recall when that show was running on air, that show is one of the most underrated comedies that I can think of. And uh, I, I really was hurt. I mean, I wasn't into Bernie Mac. Not that I didn't like him. I saw him from Kings of Comedy. And I mean, his bit was his his piece was funny. But then I didn't. After I left the theater, it was like, OK, nothing out of sight, out of mind. But uh, man, watching him in this show and I think it's season four and parts of season five, you can see him. Um, he, he demonstrably puts on weight from taking the steroids for the uh, disease he had. Uh, man, it hurt. When I was like, damn, we really lost a, a treasure, uh, which I didn't appreciate at the time. But that is a hilarious show. Not the best written show, uh, a plotted show, but just he is hilarious in it. And I, I, I regret not being big, a bigger fan when he was around. That's funny you say that. I was just thinking about that show. I've seen some of it back when it was sort of on and stuff. But kind of like you, I didn't appreciate it. Probably what well, I bet you I would now, especially as... You know, maybe around the age, you know, older person, a father watching that. Uh, I, I'm going to have to go back and watch it because I could tell that I would probably really enjoy that show now. And uh, Kalita Smith is fine. I, I, oh, I was sleeping always, on her. Oh, co-sign that. <laughs> always. <laughs> <laughs> that I didn't sleep on. But, uh, didn't the daughter do an OnlyFans or something like that? That is correct. That's right. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and show my uh, ignorance. What is an OnlyFans deal? Stop what? What is I don't it? think, well, put it this way. I don't think what it's used for now is what the creators intended it to be used for. You stop that. Help me out. They did exactly how they want it. It's, it's just that <sighs> you can have your own private website, essentially, and you can show clips, and people have to pay, subscribe to watch it. Also, oh, this isn't like um, what's that thing called? Uh, we we pay a price or someone gives you a personalized greeting or something cameo? like that. Yes, yeah, not cameo. cameo. Yeah, cameo. It's not like so. It's not like a cameo. No, they put up their content and you pay a monthly subscription. It's like uh, Patreon. It's Patreon. It's just a different version of it. A lot of sex. Oh, it's a spank site. Oh, well, no, man. it's not a site that it's just. People use it for that purpose, but that ain't what the site is specifically. It's just like Patreon or, or PayPal. PayPal wasn't made to be paying people, you know, for sleeping with them or something. But who knows if a lot of people use it for that? Some 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 funny guy listening to this. Ah, oh, you outing yourself out, Mike? Stop. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I just know. can't imagine PayPal working with uh, sex workers. <laughs> Well, they would have no idea. But uh, OnlyFans, that's, that's what I'm saying. Well, who are we talking about? Oh, the girl from... Uh, Camila Winbush. Yeah, she got to do what she got to do, I guess. I'm not... I've I seen a picture of her, nothing new. I wouldn't be comfortable looking at her like that. I just can't see her. No, no. Uh, she's a child, man, no. Well, she's not a child now. <laughs> well, not now. She's really. not, but I just... I don't know. She, she might, it would seem like you're looking at a family member. That's, I think that's how I look at it. Like, yeah. That's a sudden such a little cousin. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <You> nasty. <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right. So if that's all of the shows, you know, salute to the shy. And have you seen the new episode of the shy? I haven't finished it. Okay. We're not going to go into it. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm already pissed off going in, so I'll, I'll withhold <laughs> judgment. Uh, but let me just say, I have to say one thing. What was I going to say? Uh, I hope Emmett gets it together. I always pray for Emmett's character. I want him to, you know what? Let me look at it. <laughs> and also the young, uh, what's the other brother, Kevin? His whole family, I just hope they get it together, man. Kevin's a little dog, they, man. I like they, Kevin. They put them people through so much on that show. <laughs> but uh, anyway, should I guess we're going to wrap this thing up. Wait, wait, wait. Let's not wrap it up yet. Okay. You know, I asked Q off air. Let me ask Ant. Ant. Oh, Ant. Sir. Have you heard or had an opportunity to, opportunity to hear Jam and Lewis Volume 1? I have not, no. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, before we we gonna get up out of here. Uh, let's just go around the room real quick. Big, sexy. Where can they find you all? <laughs> the usual haunts. Facebook, Mark Wiggins. Instagram, Mark Wiggins. And Twitter, WSE Mark. All right. Q Storm. Well, you know what? Before we close out, let me ask: did, Has anyone else seen Tomorrow War? You guys talked about that. Tomorrow War. What's I've, that? I've seen it. I don't know if we talked about it. Chris Pratt movie. It's on. Oh, uh, it's it on Disney. Oh no, it's on. What's it? Amazon Prime. Amazon. Yeah. Uh, oh wait, I know we didn't talk about. What? Sorry, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> no, well, no, you go ahead. What? Has anyone watched Summer of Soul? I is that out yet? Of it. What is it? Oh, where is it on? Hulu. It's on Hulu of all places. Oh. Highly, highly recommended. I watched a majority of it. It's good. It's good. I watched it all and I loved it. I loved it. All right. Well, you can find me on Get First Level, G E T F I R S T L E V E L dot com. You can also find me on uh, real, R-E-E-L, qstorm.com. I just put up two recent videos for the first time in damn near a year and a half, uh, a Black Widow review and a review of Chris Pratt's Tomorrow War. So check that out. All right. And Pooh. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Will you Hold have- it, Mike. Wait, Uh-oh. wait, 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 wait. Since he's here today, <laughs> I think it only fair <clears throat> to say that I have seen the infamous Q-Storm pilot. Okay. <laughs> All right. Would you like my thoughts? If you choose, if you so choose. I so choose. One. It isn't really a pilot, quote-unquote, in the traditional sense. It's more like a teaser reel because it's only like five minutes long. Yeah, I said, um, I, I said it was a proof of concept, not, not a pilot. Okay. okay. It, and you shot it? Shot it uh, on a shoestring budget just so they could see the concept. The way it was shot was great. You know, I, and oh. I clown Q a lot, and I'm sure I'll clown him again. But he can, he can shoot. No ifs, ands, or buts. It was composed well. It was shot well. It was edited well. I didn't like the guy, the lead guy. I didn't like him. Yeah. Um, 
the music, you and I both know is going to be problematic. <laughs> in terms of <laughs> that would have been your whole yes for budgeting on that That's right what I there. Saying. It was proof of concept, <laughs> you know. But overall, it it had it looked more like a sketch comedy show than an actual sequential series. But it did look good. I cannot lie, dude. You got, can, you got talent, man. I, I, I can see you saying that. If I if I had the tools today that I had then, uh, it'd be it'd look a lot better. There were no there were no mics used. I was using the camera mics, and even then, I I shot that in two thousand two, I think, and I spent. How are you going to give the homeless guy a twenty? Realize you ain't got no bus fare, and they come back. By the way, player, I'm going to need that back. Come on, man. Well, that happened in real life. (laughs) All I can tell you. (laughs) That happened to me in real life. The the show was based on. I wanted to do a black version of Kirby Enthusiasm. That's what that show was. So you gave this guy back in the day a twenty. No, so, I told I gave him two dollars. Oh yeah, that's even worse, man. Come on. <laughs> I I needed to get on the bus, man. I was like, "Hey, man, uh, sorry, can oh. I get that back from you?" Oh man. Did you get it back? Yeah, I got it back. What are you gonna do? Run? What, what are you gonna do? Rough him up? I need to get on the goddamn bus, goddamn. Damn. <laughs> so that's, you ride, that's what you, you should have done. The homeless person for two dollars. Goddamn it, yes. If that's how you want to put you it, I rock. You should have shot that. You should have had the guy say, "You know what? No, nah, I play. You gave it to me. It's mine now." And have him get into it. <laughs> uh, he he gave it up. <laughs> All right, we call the uh, cute Spike Lee over here now. Spikes oh, old boys from the wires name uh uh the the, the is Maddie Rich. Uh, what's the old boy's name from the wire uh, big six? I'd be like shit. <laughs> Clay Daniels. <laughs> Q over here making the equal three. <sighs> no, nah, it's it's I w- I can honestly say it's garbage by today's standards. Damn. And plus the movie was set, it was supposed to be a parody. Of the music industry. Well, the music industry changed so much, I dropped the concept. It was, it's completely outdated. So you do, you could do a new one today. You could have like a little Nas character. See, no, nah, I'm not interested in that. That's not where I see, want. Uh, see, fuck <laughs> nah. that. I'm going to go ahead and say this. I'm going to say this publicly. Q, you should do it again. Uh, calling you out. I, I'm not, that's, that world is completely behind me. I, I'm, I'm doing right. good right now. All right. And uh, I'm, I'm too old to be taking risks at this point. I'm, I'm about retirement now. Have you seen these videos now? What, what music videos? Yeah, man. No. All the, the Cardi B type girls that want to come up and do videos. Here he go. <laughs> <laughs> I have gotten offers from oh, some friends to, to, to do some to porn. Ego. Here go the ego. He had th- Why would you no, put no, that no. in the show? I, well, I have gotten offers to do porn. I got <laughs> and I'm like, Whoa. I'm like, I'd re- I, I prefer not. <laughs> I mean, I told him I'd rather just do the shooting. They wanted me to act in it. I, was like, I am married. <laughs> some of my boys up in New York, man, we can make some money. I'm like, nah, uh-uh. Okay. Vivid oh. video presents. Ladies and gentlemen, just all, let's all say, okay, Q. 
Now, you, now you're a porn producer. I, I, I always dropping credentials. God damn. How far are you going to push it? What kind of credentials? I'm not dropping credentials. That, that's not something I'm proud of being asked well, you know, to do. I did Shit. have a picture with such and such. I took a picture with it. Uh, I, I have a thing. What do you always you be saying? How do you say it, Q? Well, I've worked at me. CBS and... Yeah. So <laughs> see, CBS, CNN, CNN. I've Vivid Video. Oh yes. Yeah. I mean, and my porn stars. Are, oh, uh, porn need- producers are asking me to be in the movies. Mike, come on. <laughs> y'all Negroes don't mind. flex. Come on, stop. Uh, uh, no, hey, really, you got man. it. You got it, kid. Big sexy over there taking pictures of his food and shit. Come on now. Oh, here we go. Uh, and then when I, hey, oh, oh big sexy, wow. I'm gonna call you out. When I say uh, I shop Why at Men's Warehouse. So loud. He said, when I shop at Men's Warehouse, Big Sexy called me out. Oh, that's peasants. Those are pe- well, peasants. <laughs> what does that got to do with your porn videos? <laughs> I'm saying, y'all, you trying to call me out for flexing. Y'all be flexing all the time. Shoot. Wait, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here this we go. flexing Here we go. that you uh, accuse me of? Well, let's face it. Yeah. When you flex, and to quote my man Deion Sanders, it ain't bragging if you can back it up. And just, I happen, I'm going to channel my Ric Flair. Woo! Just because I can shop at places that say custom style for Big Sexy. I got to like that, man. Gotta oh, like I do that. have a question. I got a question. <laughs> well. What? Uh, what uh, and this, this, is for, this is for Big Sexy. And, and if he wants to get in on this, what is the deal with, uh, what's his name? Undertaker. Oh, why, why, why do some people why do some people in the chat not want to uh, sign off on him what did he do I, you have to speak to them and, you know, to me Undertaker you know, he got a gimmick in like 91, 92 and stayed on top for 20 something years no one no. has done that so I got okay, no problem with the guy man he's all wait hold on also a okay. locker room leader didn't put up any bullshit wasn't selfish in the ring. I got no problem with that, man. Ant? Well, okay. I want to hear what Ann has to say because I, I uh, gave him a, a thumbs up. I think it was Ann. Why did put you up give a it picture. a thumbs up? I'm about to tell. Damn. I'm about to tell you. <laughs> because you put up a picture that said, he said, uh, I used to, something like, I used to be the undertaker and now I'm the gundertaker. He was holding a dope ass rifle. So I put a. Uh, Based on the rifle he was holding, I put a thumbs up. And you, some people need to be careful about who they co-sign in the chat. So that's the question I'm asking. Lord. Okay, so you actually didn't you actually didn't read the post because that wasn't him. But secondly, wasn't him. I I was co-signing the rifle. I don't know who the fuck was. It said under. I'm the Undertaker. No, that's not what he said. You should go read it again. Damn why we got attitude? Because I'm trying to figure That's out not, what you meant. <laughs> why are you? Why are you Damn. projecting me having an attitude when I'm not? I'm just okay. Cor- no. I'm just correcting you and letting you know that that's Next not what that said. Of, what did you get me? <laughs> I'm right? saying. I'm yeah. some. I'm. Go ahead, man. What, what What did you mean by people should be careful about who they? Well, no. First, suck. you should go back and read the comment, and then come back and present. Your, your theory because you don't My theory. You, you, no, I don't I mean, have a theory. St- I'm sorry, your statement because right now you're not presenting it correctly at all. So I think you need to go back and read it in order to fully comprehend what that 
uh, post was saying. Mm, I just said, I put a thumbs up because of the rifle. You see what I'm saying? I don't care who was holding it. I don't even know who was holding the rifle. Okay. I'm just asking you, why did you put down people should be And I just told you, you should go back and read, go read the caption again because you totally did not get it right. Okay. That's all I'm saying. All right. Yeah. All right, man. We tapped into something there. People in their feelings was I don't, I don't understand. Nobody, okay, why are you even doing that? All I'm doing is telling you to go read it again because what you because what you said was not accurate. And then maybe but if you could you just go tell read me. Again, but that's okay. You could just tell me. But that's alright. You're right. But don't tell me I'm in my feelings when I'm not. I'm just no, you telling don't sound I just like you. Took, your, you don't sound like you in your feelings at all. That's great. All I did okay. was tell you just to go read it again because you okay. you totally right, that you can do it or you can not. I, I, no, you don't sound like you in your feelings. You you sound. Okay, why do you keep saying that? Like seriously, why do you keep saying that? Because you do sound like you're in your feelings. I'm I'm being ironic. Oh, okay. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> okay, well, go read it again, and then maybe it come to you. That's okay. It's not. It's really not worth it at all. I just okay. thought I'd have a conversation with you. It's yeah, all good. Cool. Mike, go ahead. You it got the floor. It is. <laughs> Man, <laughs> y'all killing me. Nigga just want to be want to be mad without a purpose, mad without a cause. Nobody's mad. Okay, I okay. Keep, why do you keep ascribing? Why do you keep asking me that? Why do you keep asking me that? Because I'm hoping maybe you'll stop doing it. Because I'm telling you, I'm not in my feelings. No, you don't sound like you're in your feelings at all. <laughs> you really That's don't. I'm, I'm not. So I don't okay. understand why do you keep ascribing feelings and emotions to me that I'm not exhibiting? Because I, I just like the way you keep reacting. That's all. Oh, okay. But I've stopped. I'm gonna stop. Okay. Cool. <laughs> and go read, go read it again, and then maybe I won't. you'll understand why I said. I won't, okay. but okay. That's cool. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> oh, something else. Boy. Mm. <clears throat> well, all right, we're gonna get up out of here. Well, one of the things we'll probably title the show, and one of the greatest questions. Don't you do it, Mike? No. Stop. Stop. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> no, I'm gonna leave it to first. I'm gonna say, work it like a job. But did you see his genitals? Good night. Genitalia talk. Man, that was classic. It's nice to be back. 